Mic check one two and two. 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 We in the building right now, ladies and gentlemen. Check one two and two. You are now in the building with Coach K. Mic check one two and two, ladies and gentlemen. You're now in the building with your boy Coach K, and this is the first five, season number three, episode number nine. I can't versus how can I? Now, you might be wondering where we're going to go with this one. And if you paid attention to my latest post on Instagram, not the workout that I just posted today, uh, but the one that is uh, in pertaining to me jumping over boxes. You might saw the little shadow picture. Shout out to uh, the homie Maria, the shooter, a.k.a. the shooter. We're going to be doing some pictures this weekend as well, just to kind of add to the portfolio. Uh, that was one that she caught of me jumping clear over the boxes i've been using that picture a couple of times to kind of highlight the point of overcoming obstacles and i wanted to use it in this same topic because it's very very important to understand the difference between i can't and how can i and i looked at the picture and i saw it and i said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do something with this and i've used it in other capacities before but i wanted to really really highlight the point of belief and seeing the visual of it i see things in pictures a lot of times a lot of things in scenes almost like a movie and uh, i really wanted to capture that uh, by using that picture and capture the thought and so far it's been getting some pretty good reviews so i appreciate that everyone who's tuned in to listen i appreciate you all but of course always have to start with the same intro the first five is designed to motivate inspire empower encourage and um, educate and equip you the listener to do better choose better move better one step one rep and one breath at a time. Checking in with everyone, everyone right now. How are we feeling? I know a lot of people are taking some deep breaths, deep breaths right now because of what has transpired over the past couple of days that might leave some hearts pretty heavy. So I'm hoping that what we share today is definitely going to provide that boost to help you get through your day, get through the weekend. And continue on into the following week because we have a lot more goals to accomplish. Utilize the energy and the time that you have now that's available to you. Use it to the best of your ability and benefit from that as best as you can. Now, as I mentioned, the week has probably been pretty heavy and, and unbearable for some. Um, but think about it. Have there been more opportunities than obstacles for you? Do you feel like there's a light shining at the end of your respective tunnels that has given you hope to look forward to? Question to consider when you reflect on what you've had the privilege of embracing at the end of your week, albeit uh, this being Friday. Uh, what has been encouraging to you and also has increased your endurance mentally, spiritually, and physically. And speaking of physically, before we go any, any further, I wanted to take time to do two things. Two things. One, in our continued effort to share and promote local businesses who could benefit from added exposure. Uh, we've been using our platform to acknowledge a small business that after the past two years we've endured could definitely use a boost. And today's episode is unofficially sponsored by Salon Tonsorial. Salon Tonsorial provides a fresh and friendly atmosphere with good music, great vibes, and experienced barbering skills by one of the best in the city. That is Mr. Julius Reed, a doctor in his own right with over 25 years of experience and more. 
I'm pretty sure he's gonna hear this and go, man, that number's wrong. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to make sure it was a high enough number because he's been doing this for a while. He is a personal friend of mine and has been my barber for the past four years. I was introduced to him by a friend of mine when I first moved here from Toronto because finding a good barber is really, really a tough thing. And I've known some phenomenal barbers in, in Toronto. I still know them right now, still good friends of mine. Um, and when I was introduced to him, he took care of things. You know, if y'all don't know already, I've been bald in from time. And uh, he looked at my hair and he was like, ah, oh, we can fix this. We can do something with this. And he was the first person that touched my head, didn't mess up my lineup, nothing. And really has made me feel like a million dollars every time I leave his shop. Every time I leave his space, we always end up exchanging great energy. And I appreciate him very much. So this one is definitely for him. Shout out to Salon Tonsorio. Shout out to Mr. Julius Reed. I appreciate all the hard work you've been putting in. He's a good dude and a master of his craft. So if you want to experience the way of the barber, book an appointment today. Check them out on Instagram at Salon Tonsorio as well as on Facebook to reserve a cut. And if he didn't think, if I didn't think he was good, trust me, I wouldn't refer him. Believe that. Anyways, moving on, number two. Second thing I wanted to do was definitely send love, light, and peaceful vibes along with sincere condolences to the family of Nelly Augustine, who unfortunately passed away after a lengthy, lengthy battle with cancer. A lot of people in the Montreal area knew who she was. A lot of people have been uh, have been able to benefit from her presence, her friendship. Um, I never met her in person, but I was introduced to her through uh, a friend of mine who mentioned that, you know, this is a person you need to follow because she's very, very inspiring. And I've followed her stories and I've, I've read her um, experiences uh, battling with cancer. And unfortunately, this past week, she passed away. And whenever someone passes from such a disease, we often say that they lost the battle, but ultimately they won. And she definitely won. She won the hearts of many who knew her personally and those who came to know her through her book that highlighted the struggles of dealing with such a painstaking illness. But quoting the late legendary Stuart Scott, a former broadcaster for ESPN, he said this in his final speech as he accepted the 2014 Jimmy V Award uh, at the ESPY Awards. He said, when you die, that does not mean that you lose to cancer. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live. So live, live, fight like hell. And when you get too tired to fight, then lay down and rest and let somebody else fight for you. As I mentioned, I didn't have the opportunity to meet her personally, but I know people who knew her and said many, many beautiful things about her. 33 years, way too young. And this is why we have to live today we have to live right now, guys. We have to do everything in our power to live the right way, right way as well, with passion, compassion, and empathy for others, for ourselves. Every day we have to fight, but to remember that we're not alone in this battle because we're all fighting something. And regardless of where you're from, how hard the storm is hitting your side, how the weight you're bearing is impacting your stride, how challenging it is to stay afloat with the waves and just ride. We have to live. Scratch that. Scratch that. We get to live. Think about what you can do because you can do a lot. Even when you're limited in some capacity, you can do a lot. Hence the theme of today's energy, friends. I can't, 
versus how can I? If you know your coach very well, that being me, you're well aware of how much disdain. Okay, okay, maybe not disdain. That's a bit harsh. How much I have a strong disliking for that phrase, especially when it comes to one's desire to progress, improve, and prosper, especially my name is Kareem Rollins, a.k.a. Coach K, a.k.a. Kareezy, a.k.a. Babe, according to my, my wife. And I used to be a frequent user of the phrase, I can't. Can you imagine? I say used to. And you know, watch me say it somewhere in this episode. Of course, there would be context behind it. So please don't take it as me saying one thing and then using the one thing that I'd be saying is not what you should be saying and then saying in an application of myself. What is your beef with I can't coach like what's your what's your problem what's your issue what what's the big deal with saying this phrase everyone says it why do you have such an issue well here's the situation to keep this very 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 simple when you tell yourself that you can't do something you are shutting down potential possibilities to move steps closer to your goals why because you're basically turning yourself down from an opportunity for a win why would you turn down a win if a victory is there in your hands, why would you turn it down? doesn't make sense, right? But people do this all the time. Every day, people do this. Think of it like this. Imagine there's 10 seconds left on the clock. And your team is down by one. And the ball is in your hands. And the opportunity to score with and win the game is literally right at your fingertips. Even better, you're a couple of feet from the basket, unobstructed, no one in the lane to block you. And instead of shooting and attempting to score, you look at the basket and you say, I can't. I can't shoot this. I can't score. Oh, I'm so close, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it. No. Thus resulting in you running out the clock without taking a single shot. Why would you do that? Hmm? Why? Ask yourself the question. Why would you do that? Now, some of you might be saying, I'd never do that. The basket's there to score. Of course, I would put up a shot and try my best. Ah. But guess what? You do realize that you are in this scenario every day when you say, I can't, to something. You're devastated, right? How could this be? Oh, I know. I know why. How could you miss that? How could you not even take that shot? I know why. Because you said you can't. And what's usually the catalyst behind a person stating that they can't do something? Well, it can be a combination of things. One, you really just don't want to, which is fair. Or two, the fear of failing, or in this case, the example given, the fear of missing the shot is just too much pressure. If you miss, you'll be ridiculed for the missed shot. Everyone's going to talk about you. And that for you is just too much to have to accept. You'd rather be the person who didn't shoot than the person who did and missed because you'll be able to deflect and avoid any blame. You'd rather be the person who passes up on an opportunity to lead by example and learn from the experience that, than the person who does because you can't get rejected if you don't make an attempt. I know this because there are a lot of girls that I passed upon. <laughs> and my sister's probably going to hear this and you're going to go, what are you talking about? Listen, I didn't want to get rejected. So there were a lot of girls I liked. I just never told them because I said, what's the chances of me getting with this, per with this person? It's possible. It's possible. But I also could get turned down. So nah, I decided not to silly right i mean listen i ultimately won at the end of the day because i have the ultimate championship who lives with me but the point being is that when i was young i was thinking nah i can't do that because i could get turned down uh, i could get rejected uh, how am i gonna feel about that uh, didn't want to do it just didn't want to do it 
So I understand those who decide not to do it. I totally get it. But does this sound like you? Do any of these describe you? Do any of these examples resonate with you in any way? Or, or are you a person who lacks the confidence and belief in your own ability to succeed at something that poses a challenge for you mentally or physically? And I believe most people fit this profile. They're limited by their own limiting beliefs. As, and as a result, they use the phrase, the default phrase, I might say, I can't to get themselves out of this situation. And I totally understand because as I mentioned before, I used to be on that train of thought until I was welcomed to another train line. Or, you know, you just don't want to do something because they don't want to do it, which I also understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. It makes you uncomfortable. It's hard. You're not good at it. You feel inadequate, unqualified. Your sentiments are totally understood by me and everyone else that might be listening to this right now. But keep this in mind. Just one thing. One thing. You'll never know if you're good at something or have the potential to be great at something if you don't try. And I'm a man who's all about doing these days. If you heard three episodes ago where I talked about don't try, just do, do it. Don't just try, just do it. But at least if you're thinking trying, you're heading in the right direction. That is far away from I can't. And also, if you don't want to do something, okay, just be honest. Be honest about it. Own up to how you really feel. Okay? You You don't want to. Not that you can't. No, no, no. But keep this in mind. One has less ground to stand on firmly when they complain about not getting where they want to be or being where they want to because being where they want to be because they don't want to do the work that is involved. You want to be a champion. You want to be a winner, but you don't want to play. You want to be the scoring leader and you don't want to even score. Does that make any sense? No. No one can do the work for you. Understand that. If you continue to limit yourself to I can't, you will always be where you are, period. Any questions behind that? No, I didn't think so. Waiting on other people to move or do it for you is the ultimate setup for an unsuccessful output. Again, I repeat, no one can do the work for you, fam. Ain't nobody doing the work for you. You got to do it yourself. It's all you. Teachers can teach you. Coaches can coach you. Trainers can train you. Supporters can support you. Cool, cool, cool. They're doing their part, but you have to do yours. I have clients still now to this day. And I ain't saying no names because I love all my clients equally. But they will still sometimes when given an exercise will right off the bat say, oh, no, no, I can't do that. No, 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 no. I can't lift that. Oh, I can't push that. I can't. Cream, I I understand all the confidence you have in me. You have all the confidence in the world. And I appreciate that. But me do that? No way. Don't think so. I can't. At that point, I'm right about ready to shut it down and say, all right, well, I guess we out. We gone. We done, right? I'll see you uh, next time. And if I'm going to be met with such resistance, well, might as well move on out, right? But just to add some context to it, it's not when a person says it once, but when it happens more than once, it does get a bit tedious. Thankfully, this season, and to be honest, over the past two plus years and beyond, there have been a few far in between level of a conversation with a couple of clients. But one day at a time, we're breaking down that phrase, making some serious adjustments and changes. And as a result, progress 
is being made. Limiting beliefs are nearly non-existent and self-confidence in their abilities despite challenges that come with the territory has been on the up and up. A win-win-win for everybody. And it started with one simple proven shift in thought and perspective. Going from I can't to how can I? So what's the difference between the two? Very, very simple explanation. When you tell yourself you can't do something, you're closing yourself and your mind off of your own potential. Your body literally shuts down, slows down. And before you know it, you're out of the game. Don't believe me? I'm going to give you some homework after. I want you to try it on yourself in our call to action portion at the end. I want you to try it on yourself and see if what I'm saying actually makes sense. But when you turn it into a question, the question, how can I or how do I? You open back the door to your potential, leaning into possibilities that become almost endless. I'll give you an example. I had a client who, when I first met her, she had a tendency to try something. And within seconds, she would say, I can't do that. I was getting her to skip. Because I said, you know what? We need to get some skipping into this whole into this whole motion. And she said, okay, fine, I'll try. But I'm really not that good. I, I can't do it. No. So I kept thinking, okay, how can I get her to change this without using any sort of threats or ultimatums or just walking out on the session? And the answer was very simple. We broke down the task to believable, attainable, according to her efforts. <laughs> and before she knew it, she was knocking out the whole task. She wasn't able at the time to execute 100 skips in a row, but that was the goal. So I said to her, okay, you can't do 100 skips yet, but we're going to get there. So we started with 20, added 10. Out of 10, then every session we would see how many she can do in a row without stopping, building a threshold and setting a new bar each time. And within a short span of time, she hit her 100 in a row. Somewhat out of breath, but what did, what did it do? It turned off the I can't option in her mind and moved her towards the I can, but how do I keep going without getting winded way of thought? Shout out to Sam. She knows who she is. We put in that work. No doubt the shift requires patience, practice, and persistence. Triple P. Patience because it won't be an overnight shift. Practice because that's where consistency lives. And persistence because when you want to give up and revert to your regularly scheduled response, you'll keep trying and keep trying and keep trying and doing and doing and done. Check mark. Boom. When you tell yourself that you can't, you're essentially saying, you are not worth putting forth the effort. Doesn't that sound kind of harsh? It does, right? But when worded like that, yes. But you don't notice it because it's hidden behind the phrase, I can't. But when it's out in the open like that, it definitely hits different, does it not? Friends, take it from a person who once told his gym teacher, Sir, I can't swim today. My knees really hurt and the water pressure gives me pain. I said this with a straight face too. And the guy looked at me and laughed and said, listen, if you don't want to swim, just say you don't want to swim. Don't don't say all those things. Say you don't want to swim. The guy who told his trainer, me, I told my trainer, oh, man, I can't work out today because, you know, uh, I couldn't even come up with a reason. Only to have the man look me up and down and say, bro, we ain't about we ain't going any, uh, gonna get anywhere if you ain't if you're going to come here with that. Nah. Are we going to train or no? Because I got people who want to take care of some work themselves and you could be wasting my time. Why? Let me tell you, though, I was like, yo, this guy is whew, my chest started to burn. Out. I was like, wow, level 10 on the heart scale. 
and he really wasn't being harsh he was being honest he saw my potential wanted to do so much with it but i wasn't about that life at that time it was just too hard now please 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 let me just state for the record before i get roasted out here coach k is in no way shape or form implying that a person who due to certain limitations is unable to do something or is very very limited in what they can do is part of this conversation this does not apply to you and the reason why is because most people who are limited in what they can do recognize their limits respect them and work within the realm that they can succeed in and to be honest because you may know someone in this very position they sometimes go beyond and try something out of their comfort zone regardless of their limitations they see said limitations as potential strengths superpowers if you want to call it that and are not afraid to produce produce a fail in order to learn and progress forward you are in the same position right now you are in the exact same position to make that happen so think about it learn the difference understand the difference i can't you shut down how can i opens you up to so much more be aware of your vocab check it at the door and leave it outside with your ego Here's a call to action. Try this at home. The power of the mind. Check this out. Okay. Choose an exercise like a squat and perform the max number of reps that you can in 30 seconds. Okay. And I want you to do it in two separate sets. The first set, you repeatedly tell yourself, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And the second set, ask yourself, okay, how can I get five more? I guarantee as soon as you say I can't, you're going to stop. Guarantee. Now, if you keep going, it's because you really didn't believe that I can't. And what I mean by that is that I can't came from a place of, well, I'm just going to test this out because Cream told me to test it out, but I, I'm going I'm to keep going anyways. Well, because you believe that you can do it. But tell yourself to hold a plank for 30 seconds. Tell yourself to hold a plank for a minute and a half. The moment you say I can't, your knees get weak, your hips start to sink, you hit the floor. Guaranteed. I want you guys to tell me about that too. So, Here's going to be your homework. I want you to try it. Ask yourself in one set, how can I do five more seconds, 10 more seconds, 20 more seconds of this plank or these squats? And tell yourself in another set, I can't do it. Oh, I just can't. I can't continue. I can't. When you ask yourself the question of how I can get five more, are you worth five more reps? Of course. So give it a shot and let us know how you fared. Team, in conclusion, it's very simple. Let's remember a couple of things. Can't is the ultimate hindrance to your own progress. Asking yourself, how can I, or how do I, opens the door for possibilities and an exploration of your potential. Recognize what you can do and try to apply that same energy to what you might be having a hard time with in order to push through. Adjustments and adaptations that help you, that help shift your perspective requires patience, practice, and persistence. Triple P, you can and you will but only if you want to. So be honest with yourself. And most importantly, today is a great day to live. Be grateful for the people who propel you to be better, for what you get to do as opposed to what you have to do. For example, for the example that you get to set for others, especially in your circle, live, love, and let go. Life is way too short to hold on to what's heavy. 
The first five podcasts, new name, same energy is available for download on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and other streaming platforms courtesy of Anchor. If you're on Instagram, make sure to follow us at the first five podcasts and for free daily fitness game and motivational content, make sure to follow goodfit underscore fitness as well. And for more episodes of the first five, follow us, turn notifications on and stay up to date with new content. It's your boy Coach K signing out. Once again, rest in peace to Niall Augustin. Uh, condolences to her family and to everyone out there who might be struggling, suffering right now. Keep your head high. Just as Tupac said, it seems it never let up. But please, you got to keep your head up. Signing out. Peace out.